Ish. Let's start this off, man. What was your question about Jimmy Butler? Right. How did the question go again? There was a couple of questions. Do you think he's still a championship caliber player? Like today for Miami Heat as we speak, watching him play against Trey Young in Atlanta. I never thought he was a cha- Well, no, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> then I'd be, I'd be a hypocrite because watching him in the bubble, he what? Was he? I don't know. He was. But because I remember the way he was playing the bubble, he was playing like a superstar. And I guess he was kind of in that what y'all think Donovan Mitchell's in, where he's like borderline. And I think you could have gave him the same assessment back then. And even in the bubble, like, you didn't know if he was a superstar or just an all-star during the bubble. But as of right now, like, the way the Heat are constructed, and nah, I don't think he is, honestly, in my opinion. I think Jimmy Butler was on the verge of becoming a superstar back in his Chicago days. Cause, you think so? I mean, he had good defense, and it was true he could get he could get some points. He wasn't a top scorer like KD or anything, but back in the day, but he he was a dependable guy on both ends of the floor. But what about his days in um in like Philly, where he was at like? the second, third option on that team. I feel like that role would fit Jimmy Butler just as well as him being your guy. Yeah, I don't think he's a – he's not a – he's definitely not a superstar, but he could definitely be a piece. I think the Miami Heat are pretty much like um, a piece or two away from being championship contenders. Their team is well-constructed, well-constructed, but I just don't think they have enough firepower. And I don't think that Jimmy Butler is – would be consistent enough to be a champion, a one option on the championship team because the number one option usually has to bring it on both ends of the floor, or they have to overpower like the offensive end or the defensive end. And Jimmy Butler's all right; his defense is always going to be there, but he's going to have to produce and perform offensively as well every night. And I don't really think he'll be able to do that. But yeah, the Heat are a great team well all around, so they may not need him to do that. But he's definitely not a superstar. And I'm not, I'm not too sure if he'll be able to be like a, a number one option on a championship contender team. I think he'll be more fighting for like the number two option, or the guy that you can go to in the in the clutch because he has had moments where he's taken over games and he's had plenty of game winners in his in his career. That's why it's Jimmy Butler's weird. It's like he he flies under the radar, but then during the playoffs he does like play at another level. Mm-hmm. Like that's when you start to notice Jimmy Butler. Uh, yeah, for kinda, sure. You can you can forget about him during the regular season. He can just fly under the radar, but in the in the in the postseason, he plays at another level for yeah. sure. Wouldn't that make a good argument for him being a championship caliber player? If in the playoffs, that's when he brings his consistency at a high level. Because it seems like both of you guys agree he's good, but the only thing holding him back from being the guy is scoring thirty points a night. Consistently, is that basically what I'm hearing? But then we can start making that case for more players other than Jimmy Butler. But I mean, why, why can't we have made that case for Donovan Mitchell? He gets better during the playoffs. Donovan Mitchell does consistently score, though. 
That's the difference. Then what would hold him back from being a superstar versus Jimmy Butler? He just got thing. With Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. Just consistently. Well, he, he, I don't know his playoff history, really. Well, so. he's never made it out of the second round. Yeah, I mean, and Jimmy Butler has made it to the finals. To the finals. And he put up a good fight True. against LeBron James and the Lakers. Yeah, if it wasn't for him, then it'd have been, it would have been a sweep. Yeah, I think uh, it was one game where Jimmy Butler literally forced a win for Miami. Yeah, I mean, he was giving it all. Yeah, that's true. That so, is true. So we've seen him perform. You can definitely, like, depend on him. And we've seen him take teams <coughs> to, like, to the next level. I mean, the finals, I mean, as long as you make it to the finals, that's all you can ask for. It's just a matter if you win or lose in the finals. And I really don't feel like um, you should, like, take away from what he did, like, even making it to the finals. Because a lot of people didn't even think that they would make it. Mm-hmm. Remember, we got to remember who they beat as well. They beat the Boston Celtics to make it there, who were eventually the finals. Uh, they, they made it to the finals against the Warriors within the past season. So he's, he's definitely proven himself. But Donovan Mitchell does perform as well in the playoffs. It's just, he, he just hasn't led his team to the finals, I guess, or just taking that team to the next level. And it's not all his fault. It was how the Jazz were constructed, constructed as well. I mean, but, yeah, Jimmy Butler has proven that he can be that guy. But as far as um how this year is set up and the competition in the East, I don't think he'll be able to do it anymore. Yeah, me neither. I think age is starting to get to him, too. Well, I mean, he's, what, like, 30 – He's 33. He's he's getting up there in age, and maybe he can't do it. It's just his the time for him to do it is starting to get tighter and tighter. And they did make it to the conference finals last year, which I completely forgot about. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like sometimes it's like they fly under the radar so so hard that you kind of forget about it. But as of now, I mean, based on our criteria, we kind of would have to call him a superstar, wouldn't we? I mean, he he scores. He, he's a good defender. He can do everything on the court. He can pass. He hustles. And like we just discussed, he performs in the finals. Not just the playoffs, but in the finals. Huh. Yeah, I think for me, I mean, it's only a, a handful of superstars. I, I don't like giving that title to a lot of players because a lot of players aren't superstars, no matter how great they are. So I, I say it's only like five pretty much like five players that are for sure superstars. You could say six maybe. But, yeah, Jimmy Butler, if you look at the people who I would say consider superstars, he's not on their level. Like, they produce at a high level day in and day out. Like, you're is guaranteed, almost guaranteed, and I don't see that. But would you consider consider him a superstar, or is he just, like, straight up, you know? No he's super- an all-star. He's, a, he's definitely an all-star, but superstar, no. Nah. I don't put him in the same sentence as – LeBron Katie. James, yeah, Katie, LeBron, Steph, exactly, Steph, right, uh, Luca, and Jokic. When you list those players, right, and it's kind of like, all right, who's who, who's the outlier of this group? It's definitely Jimmy Butler. So I think, uh, but I mean, he's at a good position. He's definitely an All Star, 100, percent but he just doesn't compare to those guys, unfortunately. I also I like Luca, but I, I kind of don't want to call him a superstar yet. You what? have to. Nah, hold on, man. We, hold on, I, man. I, 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 it's because your face is on camera, huh, Ish? <laughs> because you're on camera, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't want to be biased. I, I like Luca. He's one of my favorite players in the league. But like we just said, our, one criteria that's important is good playoff consistency. He has mm-hmm. never showed himself in the finals. So how can we? They went to this? the conference finals last year, though. And, and how did he do? 
I mean, they went against the Warriors. Well, I mean, how do you do that? He had a good. He had he had a great playoff, but he can carry his team by himself. He needs help. Luca's in a peculiar, peculiar case. Like he needs help, bro. Where he's at, and just to get this out the way, since we are here, who are the superstars? Let's clarify what what are who the superstars are. I mean, we just said it, right? I mean, the guaranteed so, superstars are like LeBron, LeBron, Steph, Steph, KD. So these are are players that. No matter what team you drop them off championship. onto, they're championship. a championship contender, not a playoff contender. Ch- championship contender. I mean, but that's not, the, I, don't, I wouldn't say that's the criteria for a superstar. Okay. That's like different if you're talking about a championship team, but these are just individuals, superstars. Like nothing has to do with their team. It's just they're superstars. And these players but, are proven superstars. So they make their team a title contender or just a playoff team? I'm saying just, well, they're definitely. It, it, Cause like as great as these players are, I'm not I'm not saying like as a team individual. I'm saying as individual players, superstar. I'm not talking about their team. Mm-hmm. Cause you could put a who's the MVP right? Where if you put Jokic on a like a trash team, the Houston Rockets, Detroit, or yeah, they're not gonna be. They're not. Going they're not to guaranteed the to make it in the playoffs. Exactly, they're not gonna make it to the finals. They're not even guaranteed to make it to playoffs. Yeah. Of course, they'll do better. But you can take these MVPs and put them on like the sorry <coughs> team. There's no guarantee that they'll make the playoffs. Playoffs. So, but I'm talking about. Like as an individual player, mm-hmm. they're superstars. Yeah. So who we got again? Yeah. yeah so like KD, LeBron, yes, yeah, Steph, Steph, LeBron, Luca. Since y'all want to say Luca, I think so because, of, bro, take Luca off the Cavs, off the Mavs. Like he said it before, like they're a lottery team. Yeah. Like they're like probably one of the worst, worst if not the worst team in the in in the West. Um, before we get into them, who, who's the rest of the superstars you think are in the league right now? Giannis. KD, Steph, Giannis. Giannis, three, LeBron, four. Jokic. Five. Jokic. Those are guaranteed. I kind of want to put, I'd say that Embiid is a superstar as well. For me, I'd say he's a superstar. It's tough to argue not, but I, see, he's the type of player just like Jimmy Butler. I wouldn't say no. I'll hear you out for your 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 argument for him, your case, I should say. But, yeah, I could, I could see Joel Embiid on superstar list. Yeah, I give it to him just because of his because he dominates on both sides of the floor. Both ends. Both ends. He's a dominant defensive presence and offensive. So his production yeah. is there on a nightly basis. Yeah, he's proven to hit clutch shots. Yeah, he, he just had a game winner the other day. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's was that six or five or six? And when you think about like unstoppable players, oh, Embiid is in there, bro. Mm-hmm. He's, he's unstoppable. Like you dominant force. You can't you can't do nothing about him. There's nobody in the NBA that Devin you can throw Booker. at him. I would say Devin Booker. He made it to the final. Mm. I don't like I don't like the Phoenix Suns, but hey, we're talking uh, about individual player. This man really brought up the Suns. I'm just talking about that single dude, uh, that single know. weasel looking motherfucker. See, <laughs> see, for me, Devin Booker, it's just it's ugly because he. When I think about Devin Booker, I think about I, I compare him to Donovan Mitchell, Bradley Beal, Jalen Brown as well. It's like it's hard. It's I don't know because because you can ask him. Well, let's take a look back at what he was doing for the Phoenix Suns before Chris Paul got there. He was scoring all the time, but they were the worst team in the league for years, years and years. They couldn't get anywhere. Right. So he could he couldn't take his team to the next level. But when Chris Paul got there. 
who was much needed, and you know they eventually took it to the next level. So I don't know. I don't. No, I can't. I can't put Devin Booker as a superstar as well. Wouldn't that be a similar situation to Luca right now, though? But Luca has proven to be like done. But Luca's production compared to Devin Booker's, it overpowers. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, Luca does it all literally for his team. He playmakes, he scores when needed, he shoots three. I mean, he doesn't defend. His defense gotten better, but he, he can't defend. You know, so he's more of a trapper than single. But then you start defender. thinking about Devin Booker's performances. He went what twenty for twenty five, and in the mid range, he does look unstoppable at moments. Yeah, they made Man, it there. But if you put Devin Booker in there, I'm gonna come at your neck for Donovan Mitchell. If you classify him as a superstar, I'm gonna yeah. come at your neck. I'm well, That's why I'm Devin like they Booker, all seem the same to me in the same lump. He made it to the finals compared to um, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he he's never made it to the finals. Is he a superstar? True, but it's like you also if you, you, you have to think about it. I'm not gonna say he is yeah, or he isn't, one. but you have to think about it. You could, yeah, they made it to the finals, but if you take a look at it, if you swapped them players, Donovan Mitchell <coughs> and Devin Booker, would they have still made it to the finals if you were to ask Donovan Mitchell to do the same thing that Devin Booker was doing, like pretty much go out there and score? Yeah. Exactly. That's so it's like, it's, it's more around the team. And again, the same thing, you put him, you put Devin Booker onto that Jazz team, I think Devin Booker would have did the same thing that Donovan Mitchell did, which is the number one option, score a lot of points, but the Jazz wouldn't have made it like to the West, to the finals or anything. So it, again, it's just a lot. It just, it really just depends on your team. But those players, they all like play similar to me, like Donovan Mitchell, D. Booking, Bradley Beal. So I don't know. It just Bradley Beal's just not superstar. <laughs> Bradley Beal's just losing his career in Washington. I don't anyway. think Bradley Beal is a superstar. Nah, he's, he's an all star. But um, yeah, he's an all star. Who, who else do you think is a superstar or could be considered? Jason Tatum. Yeah. I'll yeah. consider I could consider Yeah, him. we didn't even mention him. <laughs> we yeah. didn't even mention Jason Tatum. Yeah, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum's in there. Ja? Ja? You can mention him, too. Is he? Nah, I don't say mention. Is he? He's even not. I can't be biased to say, yeah. So, no? Right now, it's the same thing with Donovan Mitchell, too. I respect that. I respect that. Mm. I respect that. Ja's not a superstar. I respect that. Yet. Yet. It's, yeah, it's just yet. He's just got to prove himself. It, it could be this year where he proves himself. <clears throat> Let's see. But has Jokic proven anything? Hmm. Playoff-wise, he's <clears throat> never made it out of the second round either. He's just in, he's just like Donovan Mitchell. So why are we giving him a superstar case? He's got he's the back-to-back MVP. Okay. He, he okay. can't be the back-to-back MVPs and not being a superstar. He's making sure. That's making true. Sure. I yeah. believe he's a superstar. I'm just, I'm just questioning. Him. You just got to question stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. how it's looking right now, that's the three-time MVP, back-to-back-to-back, like a he three-peat. Might. Oh, my goodness. Is Luka losing, losing steam on, on the MVP race already? Is he losing the steam that he just built up? Oh my goodness. Last it's, week? it's hard, bro. It's hard. It's like, it's so unfortunate that all these players are playing so great. But I don't know, bro. If I had to pick right now, like to this day, I honestly don't. I think Giannis has lo- losing it a little bit. I think yeah. he's falling back. He was at the top of my list at the beginning of the season, but the Bucks have been losing a lot. But the Nuggets, they're the number one team in the West. They're the best team in the NBA. But Luka has just been, oh my, like, <laughs> he's just been doing so much. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's so unfortunate because Maver- the Mavericks, they're still in the play-in or playoffs position. 
and he just hasn't he has to be he's been doing so much bro so I just don't want to say that he's losing it because like what else do you want him to do like what else can he do and you have to think about it the Mavs have been hurt as well they're still hurt now they still don't have their full roster so for him to even keep that team like above water it's ridiculous but I don't know but I really can't choose who would be the MVP right now hmm yeah, me neither. I, I'd probably have to give it to Jokic again. One more time. <laughs> One more time. Goodness, it's hard. So, I had a question for y'all since we're talking about the Mavs. How bad does – I'm going to throw a stat at y'all. Jalen Brunson, since the beginning of January, is averaging over 30 points for the Knicks. They've won seven of their last ten games and are currently on a three-game winning streak. How bad did the Mavs drop the ball on not wanting to extend him in the, uh, during the summertime and allowing him to test free agency? Mm. How much better would Jalen Brunson make the um, the Mavericks? Would he be any some sort of remedy to the struggles they're having right now? Mm. I don't think so. You sure? <clears throat> I mean, who do you, who do you think would be a better partner for Luca in Dallas? I'm not a, saying a partner, guard? bro. I'm just saying help. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> just give the man some offensive consistency. Yeah, but do you want um, offense from a guard or offense from a big? I'll take it from either war at this point. But Luca's a ball handler. So unless it's a straight up. Just yeah. three-point shooter, dead eye, or... I understand, but, I mean, Tim Hardaway runs plays for him, too, and Spencer Dinwiddie. Would you rather have Spencer Dinwiddie, Tim Hardaway, or Jalen Brunson running some plays for you? Cause, I think cause the Mavs... Luka can't, can't... There's over, like, 90 possessions a game. Luka ain't going to handle the ball in every single one of them. So who would you rather have out of those three dudes handling the ball for you? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just to have the Mavs wanted the team constructed because, mm-hmm. I mean, I was surprised when they gave with Jalen Brunson because he was, like, one of the more consistent players on them offensively. I mean, but, yeah, he does – he does, he is kind of like a mismatch problem on defense anyway just because he's so small. He does have, like, a hustle and the effort, but he is small, so you got to think about that as well. But I don't know. I think the Mavericks is just like, we got to make some moves. We got to change this up, like, in some sort of way. And it seems like now – they're more dependent on Luka for some reason. So they're looking more for, like, just shoot or just players that stretch the floor. And Jalen Brunson can shoot down, can be a knockdown shooter, but I don't think that he would have fit as well. as uh, Because they got Christian Wood as well in that trade, and he's been playing great as well, who's a big, who can stretch the floor. And I don't think that they would have gotten Christian Wood if Jalen Brunson would have stayed. So for them, it was like, who's more fitting for the team? And do we actually need a person like Jalen Brunson who – scores i think they believe that the maps have enough scoring individually or like as a team to kind of outweigh what Jalen brunson brought so i don't know i, I still would have tried my best to keep Jalen brunson though especially once you see what he's doing on the knicks right now yeah i would have kept Jalen brunson the way he's been balling i, mean, I would have kept Jalen brunson even if that meant not getting christian wood i wouldn't have cared we could have kept javel mcgee Okay, man, he was boning for he was he's dominating for them. Nah, nah, you gotta give it to Will McGee. Well, Christian was a good player though. I'm not gonna just, just on both ends that. too. I mean, he's cool offensively and defensively. I feel like Jalen Brunson would have brought a playmaking. 
in a shot in a shot creation. It doesn't feel like he's he's evolved now from when they gave him up. So this version of Jalen Brunson on the Mavs too. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little question. And I feel like they th- they thought that maybe we could just have Spencer Spencer Dinwiddie would probably step up more now that Jalen Brunson's gone because you can give Spencer Dinwiddie the ball and tell him to go get a bucket as well for a couple possessions. Maybe not as consistent as Jalen Brunson, but they probably thought that he would be able to. Yeah. Do New York Knicks fans owe Julius Randle an apology? For what? For last year. For his down year last year and all this, all the stuff they talked to him. Don't you remember when he was, like last year when he was playing and how they would boo him and – Pretty much just want him out of the organization, and now he's having a comeback year, and the Knicks are in the position they're in. Do they owe that man an apology? And he just had a 42 and 15 rebound game, and he's back to a little over his averages that he had two years ago when he was having that MVP. You remember when he was an MVP candidate, yeah. like legit MVP candidate? When he won most improved. Yeah. Do I don't owe know that man an apology, man. No, I wouldn't say an apology. Because he still hasn't proven anything. I mean. Give that man an apology, bro. Why? Like, what has he proven this far? I mean, I think it's too early to. Even if he does, like, do something to play. I was like, I don't feel like an apology. He deserves an apology because that's how Knicks fans are. Like, if you suck, <laughs> then they're going to boo you. Just like kind of like the 76ers organization. I mean, right. Joe and B gets booed every now and then in these games. So, and he's an MVP caliber player. So, I mean, it's just a fan, bro. You suck. <coughs> you deserve to get booed. And if you're good, then they'll praise you. Act like you're God. So, <laughs> but as far as, like, an apology. You get a I, bunch of Twitter a Twitter uh, accounts made for you. Yeah. <laughs> Bubba world. I, I, don't, I don't think he deserves an apology. It's just how it is. No, man. Give that man an apology, bro. <laughs> give that man an apology. What's your, what you want them to say? Like, say, sorry. <laughs> sorry, uh, your highness. Sorry, Mr. Randall. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mr. Yeah, exactly. They owe that man an apology. When the playoffs come, <laughs> what's going to happen? If they apologize now, he's going to have to produce in the playoffs. And so what happens if he just slides down the playoffs? Then like, he deserves it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he deserves it. But, but see, when they made the playoffs with, against the Hawks, it was just him. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, they were, like, true. so predictable. When that when when in that series, either either way, I think Knicks fans were just happy to be in the in the first round that year. Like they didn't even care if they won or lost. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like happy as, as fuck to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Do they owe him an apology? Ish. Nah. <laughs> nah. nah. A little too early. What happens if a player is slow in Memphis? What do we do? We don't even boo him, do we? We don't even like, care. I mean, Dylan Brooks, <laughs> really he, don't he be slowing down sometimes. No one really be booing him. Everyone just be like, nah, like what the like, fuck? Come like, on. Yeah, what are you doing? Memphis doesn't have, we don't have that booing mentality, though. It's just, dang, you slow, like, you slowing out right now. Mm-hmm. Like, just one of them nights sometimes. Yeah. Who won in a in, uh, playoff series? The Indiana Pacers or the New York Knicks? <laughs> when I watch that game, this right is like now? a playoff game. Yeah, they're both healthy. Who's winning that series? How, now, first of all, how far is that series going? Both teams healthy? Yeah. Game six. Indiana going to win it. I don't know. I feel like both teams are. <laughs> you mean for real? I think Indiana will win. I don't know about game six. Maybe game seven. 
Yeah, I, I, I feel it feels like a seven gamer to me. That series feels They're like a seven eight. gamer. They seem kind of equal in talent and consistency so far in the, you know in the season. Yeah, I feel like for sure six or seven there. That'd be a good playoff matchup. They're both like teams that don't have too much firepower. But they but have they enough, enough power, yeah, enough. But they don't like they don't have a super, new team have superstars, but they have a lot of good ass players. They got enough to surprise you. Mm-hmm. You gonna know, ignore my boy Tyrese? I'm just yeah, ain't not serious. No, nah, it's a good matchup though. Yeah, it's a nice matchup, but I feel like New York. They're just gonna rely on Julius Randle, probably Brunson, R.J. Barrett, and R.J. Barrett a little too much. And well, I mean they got. They got good pieces too. Like Quinn Grimes is a really good three and D player. Knockdown shooter. Um Emmanuel quickly. Then you got Isaiah Hardenstein and um Jericho Sims coming off the bench for them. Like they they've got some good, like some nice pieces. They still got D Rose. You think their bench is better than uh, Indiana's? Uh let's see, you got Benedict Matherin coming off the bench, Isaiah Jackson. Who else coming off their bench? TJ McConnell. Jana Smith. Jalen Smith, yeah. I don't know. They seem kind of equal. They're so equal. They, they got equal. they got decent. They got like a decent nine, eight. Definitely an eight man rotation. Okay, both of them. So but nine, ten could. But I mean, in a playoff series, they're gonna play like eight players. What's the X the factor most. for each team? Hmm. I mean, I feel like Reese is gonna be the X factor because he ain't never been in the playoffs. Reese. Yeah, he's never been in the playoffs. That's gonna be his first taste of of, of playoff. Oh, Tyrese, Tyrese yeah. Offer. Do you think he'll he'll be able to perform in the playoffs though? That's all. You know, I'm kind of getting scared for Tyrese because he's getting so much love and like, yeah, he deserves it. But I feel like with all this love, if he doesn't perform, he's definitely going to start to be looked at as overrated if people don't calm down. Because yeah, he's having a great season, but people are already like. Comparing him to Jaw, like, is he better than this player, that player? I mean, th- all that exists, but I feel like if you don't perform, they get amplified. Like, those type of questions. And that's when you start to get, like, the overrated tag, where you start, like, people start questioning if you're overrated. That yeah. would that would, would scare me for Reese, because... For sure. Yeah, it's hard, because right now, I mean, he gets attention now, but no one expected it, right? So, so right now, it's, it's, just like, it's like the honeymoon phase right now. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, man, like... And rightfully so, because, like, dang, you didn't really expect this. And, like, some people are like, oh, he's better than Sabonis. He's better than De'Aaron Fox, which I'm like, okay, hold on now. <laughs> like, calm. I was like, calm. Nah, right, calm down, bro. Yeah, that's what happens when, you, when you're performing. Of course, like, no one expected this to happen, so he's doing good getting all this attention. But once you get that attention, more eyes are going to be looking on you, and you're going to get those comparisons and more weight on your shoulders. So, I mean, but if he's a player, if he keeps performing, so... Mm-hmm. And does his thing. He doesn't have anything to worry about. Who would be your X Factor for Indiana since I gave my X Factor in a series versus the Knicks? For the Pacers? I'm not sure because I don't know. I honestly don't know because they're – it could be <laughs> – it's like so many players because they haven't really gone through that experience. So it's going to be a lot of different X Factors for me, but – so you think just playoff experience is going to be the X factor for them? Yeah, because, I mean, Buddy Hill, we're not sure if he'll – he could be an X factor. We're not going to sure – we're not sure if he'll make his shots during the playoffs, and they're going to need his shots. You also have they, – they rely right now on a lot of uh, – being Matherin, they're a rookie. Yeah, he's a rookie. So is he going to perform in the playoffs? We still don't know if Tyrese Hasburn is going to – is his production going to increase or – Dropping the playoffs because playoffs are a different story. 
they scout you every game, and you're going to go against these teams in a seven-game series mm-hmm. on a night-to-night basis. So the scouts, I mean, they're going to be there. They're going to be scouting you. You're going to have more pressure on you. Miles Turner as well, is he going to be able to produce? So, like, I'm not too sure for the Pacers. Like, it could be any of those guys. But my X factor for the Knicks, I would say it's R.J. Barrett. R.J.? Yeah, I say R.J. Because if he's able to, I think Jalen Brunson is going to produce for sure. He's proven that he can produce in the playoffs. And we've seen him do it with the Mavericks. <coughs> but is R.J. Barrett going to be able to perform like that in the playoffs? I'm not too sure. If he is, they could get far. They could definitely get past the second round. But R. I don't R. know Barrett. if he'll be able to. I, uh, think, I think my X Factor would be Julius Randle's shot. Yeah, my X Factor would be Julius Randle's Julius Randle's jumper. Because when it's falling... Like, right now it's falling, so he's having a great season. But it's not falling, which he wasn't falling for him last year as much as it was his um, most improved year. That's He can kind of just take himself out of the game that way and doesn't really do much on the other side of the floor. So then you'll look for R.J. Barrett, who also sometimes is really inconsistent. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think um, Tyrese and uh, Julius Randle are X-Factor. Yeah. 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 What about you, man? That was the two players I was gonna say. Tyrese and Julius. Yeah. Julius Randle. I mean, there's a reason why he was getting hate from the fans. He's supposed to perform at on a high level because he's supposed. To, he, he doesn't he portray uh, portray himself Ooh. as the the guy. Like him. Julius Randle. Him Randle. <laughs> 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 Wait, how try you gonna get the tech? Uh, I think uh, he pushed him. Yeah, dude yeah. was trying to get the ball. And he just but like that's the, not a tech worthy thing though. He tried, he tried to get the ball. He on the floor. Why did they give him a tech for that? And he stepped on his ankle. Supposed to give up, give up that ball, man. Give up the rock. Bruh, I'm just playing. It's stupid. I'd be mad as fuck if I rolled my ankle too. <laughs> trying to grab the ball, snatch the ball from him. Can you imagine <laughs> that, bro? You get hurt, and then they give you a tech. Real look. <laughs> Look at this. Hey, we watching. Oh, shit, I heard myself. We watching the Miami and uh, Atlanta game, by the way. MLK Day. Give me this. Happy MLK ball. Day, everybody. <laughs> Take bitch ass, little dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Jimmy Butler going to make the free throw? Nah, he's yep. going to make it. He, nah, yeah, he's going to make it. He's he a good free throw, too. I'm not doing tripping. He gets free throws, but I don't know about a good shooter. But then he go like 21 for 21 one game. The, just the other game, he took like twenty-one free throws by yeah. himself and went and went perfect. Yeah, the whole Heat, the Heat, they broke the record. I think they went like forty-five for forty-five with no misses. It was because of Jimmy Butler. He was getting them fucking uh, fouls and shit. But the fact that the Heat are just constructed of like half of undrafted players and like low draft picks is like crazy to me, bro. It seems crazy. that that's what um Pat Riley does and and shit in Miami. Imagine they got like some actual like high, a high lottery pick or some actual like. They, they really no, they don't get players like that. I think the last player they had, they drafted who was it? Was it Bam? Bam? Yeah. And before that, and Bam was a low one. Well, I mean, he was a low. He was like in the late lottery. He wasn't. He wasn't an early pick. Like they get most of their um good teams and good players, I should say, from trades. Yeah. Like the LeBron, Chris Bosh, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Dwayne Wade, he, he was on he draft drafted by them. Yeah. But then Bam, Dwayne Wade, who else? 
Bam, Dwayne Wade. Who else have they drafted? They got uh, Tyler, Tyler Hero. Is it Ma- they, right. they got a couple undrafted players, I think. Uh, Max Schuess. Oh, uh, for undrafted Yag. And um, Max Gabriel Vincent. Vincent what? Gabriel. Yeah. Duncan Robinson was undrafted. Mm-hmm. He got his spot too. He don't even play anymore. Mm-hmm. What about that uh, Orlando Robinson? Their backup big. They were playing really good. Is he undrafted or is he a late draft pick? I'm not sure. I remember everybody was going crazy because uh, he outplayed Rudy Gobert. <laughs> and everybody was on Rudy Gobert's ass because Orlando Robinson outplayed him. And he was like a late pick. <laughs> or like undrafted. And he, he gave him the work. It's like that, though. Yeah. He trying to claw back. You think they're going to make make a comeback? Oh, at the, up by seven right now with 2.30 left? Nah, I don't think so. Man, Jimmy Butler got Look at that. Bam got that block. He got a dream tonight. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Oh, they might come back. Hey. 106, 111. Yeah, I really want to doubt this, man. Two minutes yeah, left. <laughs> we'll see. I think Trey Young's going to hit a big shot soon. So. Nah, man. Trey Young 34. Oh, my Dang. Goodness. 11 for 11? Come on, Why, man. <laughs> Why are we disrespecting this man That's like what that, I'm saying, man? Bro. My boy. But imagine him as your second option, though. Nah, that's OP. That's, that's better. Yeah, because is he going to be able to do this every That'd game? That would be great. In Ph- the playoffs? Yeah, um, Philadelphia fucked up letting him go. Maybe in the playoffs. Philadelphia <laughs> fucked their whole shit up letting him go. I don't know why they chose Tobias Harris over him. I really don't <laughs> know why. I still, to this day, cannot understand that. Yeah, down by five. I don't think they have much time. I mean, I think it all pretty much depends on this next basket. Down by five, a minute 50 left. 150. You know he's going to get the ball, Trey Young. You think he's going to turn it over? Because nah, I do. Nah. I think he's going to just pull up this Not three right here. Little 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 how they double team him. She had the pop with Yonder Hunter. Oh, best uh, ah, Murray the bail out. And he oh, made and it. he hit. And, and the, the foul. foul. <laughs> yeah, that's game, G. That's game. That's game. They just bailed him out. Great comeback, though, by the Heat. Dang, he got 28. How much does Trey Young have? Damn, all the depot fouled his ass. I didn't even see the foul. Maybe at the bottom? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's game. That's game, fellas. The dagger. Time is, boys. It's a playoff series. Potential playoff series. Match Who, up. these two? Yeah. Miami and Atlanta. Who you got in, play- in that playoff? Miami, bro. Give me Miami. I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, give me Miami. I think it, it was a, it was a good game by Atlanta, but in the series, they ain't, they ain't got shit. I can see Atlanta taking one or two. I'm giving this six five game series. Oh, he landed on him. That could have been um, a flagrant. I don't know about no flagrant. That's what they be calling it nowadays. Yeah, it don't matter if you do it maliciously or not. No, I'm, I'm well. <clears throat> it isn't. Damn, you can't see in that angle, but um, he all he does is give him a little tap. Yeah, but like they're like, if you don't give him any landing space, I, I call think, it flagrant. I, um, he tapped him in midair. He didn't. Um, he did. He didn't interfere with his landing space. He just like give a little tap he in there. Touch his legs while he's in the air. That's a that's an automatic foul. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you, I, I'm not arguing the foul. I'm saying. <laughs> Are you saying flagrant? Flagrant. I don't think that that should classify as flagrant. But uh, then again, that's up to the refs. Yeah, how the fish is being lately. I wouldn't be surprised if he get thrown out the game. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Official review right now. I think they're checking to see if it's flagrant. Or Are not. they checking for a flagrant or just as a common foul? I think they're checking if it's flagrant. Because it's definitely a foul for sure. Damn, man. 
Well, either way it goes, Miami losses. <laughs> Trey, you need to do yeah. something about this hair, bro. <laughs> you need to do something about that. Well, what, what, what's wrong with it? It's like all patchy. <laughs> He's losing it, bro. <laughs> then just his hair, though. Yeah, hey, can't help it. And just stressing, bro. Just my hair get like that when it's getting oily too. <laughs> you can just see right through my right through my head. Why his nose always red though? <laughs> I would never understand. Man, yeah, they're looking like Rudolph. <laughs> oh no. One oh six to one fourteen. But yeah, in the playoffs, I don't see Atlanta being a real threat. Nah. A threat? I don't know, bro. Atlantis, they could be scary. Like, if they're all clicking, they could be scary. They have firepower like a motherfucker. They're clicking. Like, yeah, because look. They have look a at, lot of weapons. Look at this lineup here, bro. Trey Young, proven. DeJounte Murray, he he could, like, take Ooh. off. They still got Bogdanovich. If he gets hot, like, that's going to be scary. And off they, the bench. They got they just got Clint Capella back. Shot blocker. Mm, yeah. Pick and roller. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Hunter. You know, he's he's decent as well, but. Nick Unkawu. Yeah. Back up big. They're all right. I don't see them beating I would agree. too many teams. Though, it but would be a scary team to see in the first round. But I think in the second round, once we get, you know, the lesser lesser quality teams gets weeded out in the first round, it's over with. Yeah. I think Atlanta's just really disappointing based on the t- amount of talent they have. I feel like they've been disappointing. But they don't have that much experience compared to other teams. Still up, but like – Picking up DeJounte Murray from trade for a trade, like you, you were expecting something from this team. A mm-hmm. higher seed especially a higher seeding than what they're at right now. You didn't picture them in no damn uh no damn play in. I mean I didn't see the hot, the Knicks or the Pacers better than them, but there they go. <laughs> they're both better than than the Hawks. Yeah. Got twenty points. <clears throat> twenty points today. Seven point game, one minute left. I really doubt there's a comeback from this. There's no way there's a comeback. Mm, probably not. Hero. Oh. Oh. Four point game. 56 seconds left, bro. Ice Trey. He gonna hit a shot? They, they gotta deal with him. Mm-mm. Looks like Miami's just trying to speed this thing up, pressure everybody. Look at Ooh, that. Oh, good find. Trey Young, man, I'm telling you. Hey, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good passer, yeah, it was a One good of the look. best. That's a good look. He's a difference maker. Good alley you. Is he a superstar? Nah. nah. <laughs> you think everybody's superstar? Right? He's an all star, man. man. I'm just, I, I can't ask, man. He's, he's an all star. Yeah, he's an all star. For yeah. sure. Guaranteed. I mean, it's a four point game. A lot can happen. Still a lot of time. They have 34 seconds. Can y'all put me together a five, a four man dunk contest and been better than the ones we've had re- in the recent years? I mean, they just announced a couple of players who. Uh, they they got Matt McClellan in there. He's in the G League. They got Matt McClellan oh, in the yeah, dunk contest. That. He's gonna be he's a great dunker. So I'm glad they got him in there. But who else is in there? Uh, I think uh, Shaden Sharp is in there from the Trailblazers. Well, he was one that I had on. Well, I, I just put a four man list together. Like uh, most, what I would deem really entertaining. Just on paper, you look at it on paper and you're like, "Ooh, that's gonna be a good one." But well, let me see. Just to pick, I know because I know a lot of players haven't participated, but for sure, if you if could I just had to choose four, somehow convince them to get in there, no matter what. Yeah, if I had to choose four that uh, I think to be the best dunkers, it would be John Morant. I'd put him in there. I'd put um, – I feel like Anthony Edwards could be in there as well. Well, he was in He was in my consideration, I ain't going to lie. Yeah, so Ja, Anthony Edwards. Mm, who else? Who else? Zion. Mm-hmm. 
I put Zion in there. That's three right there. Who else? Fourth. Uh, probably Kirby. <laughs> Which one, Steph or Seth? <laughs> Seth. <laughs> Seth. <laughs> Seth. <laughs> uh, who my fourth one? I don't know, bro. I I don't mind it being um a big. Yeah, I was gonna say uh Jericho Sims from the Knicks. Yeah, he bro, he good. Yeah, I think he has the highest vertical in the NBA. For real? Yeah. Man, the fuck. Yeah. Zion is kind of a big though. Yeah, he but kind of a big. But yeah. that that'll probably be my four right there. Jaw, Anthony Edwards, Zion, and yeah, Jericho Sims. Yeah, it wouldn't be hard to put that together a good list compared to what they've been doing the past. Well, wow. <laughs> they're just having some what the fuck names in there. Like what? <laughs> Who'd you have on your list? I had Zion, Aaron Gordon. Aaron I think Gordon? Aaron Gordon. Yeah, I think Aaron Gordon can still take off. Like, he's still, bro. He's yeah, yeah. Mm, pass, I don't know, bro. And he's a past champion, so I feel like, yeah, like he he got to be in there. I feel like he don't got it anymore, but I don't mind him being in it. I was gonna put Shane Sharp, but then I scratched him, and I put John instead. Oh yeah, for sure. And then I was gonna put Ant Man, but I scratched him and I put De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox? Yeah. Yeah. And I went back and I watched mm. all of Anthony Edwards' dunks and all of De'Aaron Fox dunks just to clarify my, just to make sure I was I wasn't tripping. And I was like, yeah, hey, De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox has caught like three bodies, like legit bodies. He's getting up there, yeah. I feel like he just like uh, I wanted like a little underrated one, like one you wouldn't think about. Yeah. So that's why I was gonna put. Um, that's why I want De'Aaron. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox, Ja, Aaron Gordon, and Zion. That's a good list. Give me four ish. <clears throat> I'll go with John Morant, Pretty Zion, sure. my boy Zach Levine. Ooh, you put him back in there, but he's tore his ACL from since then. So I don't, I don't give know. A fuck about that. He better get his head on that court and dunk that shit. Yeah, he wanted one of the best dunkers ever. And oh, Jokic. <laughs> I would probably say Aaron Gordon too. He got hops, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know about him. I just feel like he just he getting old too. He don't have that. He don't have that. Aaron Gordon. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't have that bounce anymore as much as he had. I said that too, but then I remember that crazy ass dunk he had that I thought was like that was, that was pretty good. Um, Brent Forbes. Who was that he dunked on, bro? He dunked, he dunked on, on somebody. Dude, I remember you were saying that was overrated. Was remember when we overrated. debated which one was better, the the Giannis, <laughs> I mean the Tatum on Giannis or the or Aaron Gordon on, uh, I don't remember who it was. I mean, the Aaron Gordon one, it wasn't contested. Yeah, he just took a charge. Yeah, the dude just, just stayed. <laughs> <laughs> but he still got dunked on. He got dunked on, man. Yeah. Stupid ass. <laughs> Speaking of dunks, did y'all really give us the dunk of the year so far? John? Ooh, John? Yeah. On dunking on uh on Jalen Smith, same game where you you got that block. Mm-hmm. God damn. Is that the dunk of the year for y'all so far? Dunk it's a consideration, uh, consideration, but I wouldn't say okay. it's the dunk of the year yet. I kind of thought it was overhyped, bro. Not gonna lie. I think it is a little overhyped. I kind of thought I thought it was overhyped because he just dunked on fucking on uh on Yaka Pertle the other game, and it's so crazy because. Like, one of his best dunks was on Yaka Pertle, and then he went to San Antonio, <laughs> and you could tell Yaka Pertle, like, didn't want, didn't really want to contest it, and he still dunked on his ass. That shit was, that shit was fresh. <laughs> yeah, nah, that was, that jaw dunk was, it definitely has to be in consideration. 
because like he cocked it back, bro. He just like literally like floated over him. We're past him and just like cocked it back all the way, like the extension. <laughs> and then Jalen Smith's uh, Smith's face. Uh, <laughs> They've been going around Twitter. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he contested it too. That's the thing. Like he actually contested it, bro. So yeah. I don't know. Man. Let me see if I can find. I ain't got my phone on me, man. Damn. But yeah, that is. John needs to be in the dunk contest. He, I, I, I mean, if he was in it, I say he win. It's over. As far as like the in in the in game dunks that has been like the in game dunks he's done, mm-hmm. he has like the vertical, he has the acrobatic aspect of it. he has it all. So, so it looks like the old school against new school, four games to two. Uh, Shaq tweeted it. Mmm. I saw. Oh, who's guarding me? <laughs> It would be Embiid, but shit, I don't know. It would be Embiid. Do you think Embiid could guard Shaq? Hell no. Do you think Shaq can guard Embiid? Hell yeah. I'm just playing. I don't know. (laughs) I think he. Let's look at the matchups. So it's going to be point guard matchup. Magic and Steph. Steph. They wouldn't guard. Well, who was Steph guard, though? (laughs) (laughs) Who was Steph guard? He he wouldn't be able to guard Magic. I mean, I guess you could put him on Magic, but that would be mismatch either way it goes. Yeah, both people. Then there's who would all right. So the for sure lineup would be the for sure matchup. We have to be Shaq and Embiid, right? Right. Yeah. And then Giannis and Bird, they're both on. I don't know. I think. Oh well, you I think put, put KD Bron, on. Bird? I think you put Braun on Bird. LeBron on Bird. Yeah. You on Bird. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I, don't I know, still want to say. Oh yeah. You got to put LeBron either on Kobe or MJ. It got to be one of those two. And yeah. then the other one. So KD on Bird. Pretty then much. Who, who's Giannis going to guard? Le- Michael Jordan? Man, probably. Giannis probably. probably yeah, MJ or Coach? Yeah, yeah probably I MJ. I, I want Giannis guarding the damn best player. <laughs> Not going to lie. Yeah, all those five people. Giannis would have to. He's the best defender. <laughs> yeah. So he would have to guard MJ. And Brown so. would probably, it would probably be Brown and Kobe. And then KD and yeah, KD. Just yeah, just right. Steph is like a big mismatch. Yeah. So, so KD and Bird. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah, KD and Bird, Giannis on Jordan, um, Embiid on Shaq. That's obvious. And then Braun on Kobe. So who you got winning? And then Curry and Magic. Yeah, it is. Well, it's a mismatch on both ends though. If you think about it, because you think Johnson, Magic Johnson would be able to guard Curry like that. They gonna put Shaquille O'Neal in the in the pickup role. <laughs> They're gonna put his ass in every action, yeah. man. He is—he's gonna get—he's gonna get in every action. Yeah, because I mean, and B's not gonna be able to guard Shaq, but and B is gonna be able to stretch Shaq out to the three-point line, so he's not gonna be in the paint. And besides Shaq, they don't really have any rim protection. You can get—you can get fun with this one. You can even put Giannis on Shaq for spurts and just create mismatches. You can start switching it up. But also, Shaq can punish that at the same time. I don't know. But Shaq's at four games to two? Like four to two? Four to two? I don't know. Who y'all taking? I'm taking old school, bro. I'm not going to lie. I'm taking Magic, Kobe, Jordan, Bird, and Shaquille. That's too much. I have to take the old school. What about y'all? It's tough, man. I'm taking new school. You're taking new school? Yeah. Because I just feel like the new school has the. They're not. They're like. They have the defensive capability to get up with the old school. And they can shoot too. 
old school doesn't have the shooting that the new school has. Literally, yeah. all of the players, except for Giannis, of the new school can't shoot. So they're going to spray the floor out. But You, you can sag off of Magic. Yeah. You ain't got to worry about Magic. Exactly. But it's just they, they still have Jordan and Kobe. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. Jo- Jordan and Kobe <laughs> together. And Bird. Like, come on, bro. I'm still taking new school. I'm taking new school. I got old school. I got Curry pulling from deep. Best shooter in the game. It's a new school. They have the best shooter in the game. I mean, best shooter in NBA history. They also have the best player in NBA history. Who, Embiid? <laughs> <laughs> they also got the one of the best power forwards in NBA history. Yeah, KD. <laughs> Just playing. And they well, got one, one of the best scorers of the game, too, KD. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, old school, they got three ball dudes on their hook. So, they <laughs> so you know, know they're going to dominate. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to have that, that power. No, honestly, I don't know, bro. It's just a toss-up. I just said new school just because. And they got the one white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, they got that one white guy that that's known for shooting. And he wears Converse with long socks. It's going to be a problem. GG. And they, they be jacking and stuff, too. I don't know, bro. This is, that's a tough one. <laughs> Yeah, it's, we, it, it's crazy. We will never be able to see this, and we will never know. Shit. All we can ever do is talk about it. You can you can see this. Eventually, we'll be able to see this in VR. You can do it on 2K. Put it in a simulator. You can do it. Just take some mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's see. Let's just put, see. Just give me a jersey. Crazy. All right, all right. It's starting soon. I have one last question, man. So, I've been thinking. The Clippers are, I believe, in one of the worst situations in the NBA. You gave up a bunch. You gave up SGA. You gave up a plethora of of draft picks to get Paul George because Kawhi Leonard wanted him there and Kawhi Leonard wanted to run that organization. You forced Pat Bev, Pat Bev and Montrezl Harrell out of there when they were building a legitimate culture. And that's the part that gets me the most is they were building a culture there in L.A. Uh, before Paul George and Kawhi arrived. And even Montrezl Harrell and Pat Bev have came out and said that the organization was showing favoritism to those two, to Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, when he felt like they hadn't proven anything in that organization yet. Like, sure, they Kawhi had just came off a championship, so you got that backstory. And then you see how this season is going, where they can't play in back-to-backs. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George have played together in a total of 15 games out of all the, 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 the games they've played. Do y'all think the Clippers are any sort of threat? Will chemistry be an issue? What do y'all think about the Clippers? How do y'all sit on them? I mean, they haven't really proved themselves yet. Are they royally fucked royally as an organization? <clears throat> I wouldn't go that far. Or have they made just some really fucked up, stupid decisions? It's kind of looking scary for them right now. But I wouldn't say, like, it's it's all fucked, like, fucked in the ass type fucked. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, it is kind of scary. Because then when we asked about, should Kawhi just stayed with the Clippers... Has he kind of screwed up his legacy in a way? Like, coming to L.A. and 
not really doing nothing there. Like, you wanted to be there. You wanted to be the guy. You had the chance. Yeah. You've blown leads in the playoffs. Like, we kind of just forget about that. But he's already blown. They've already blown leads in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And they really ain't been doing nothing in there. Like, like three one leads, and they lost to Luca. Like they're they're like considered one of the favorites every year if healthy to be a title contender. They haven't done that at all. I mean, yeah, it's true. I wouldn't say that they're fucked because I mean, right now they're they're still in the playoffs. I think on um, what they're fifth or sixth seed. Yeah, they're twenty two and twenty one. Like they're barely hanging in there. They're yeah, like in they're the in fifth there. seed. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think that they're fucked. Both players are still not fully healthy, obviously. I think they're still taking their time and waiting for the playoffs. So, one, I do think that chemistry is going to be an issue because they think that they're just going to come back and all, all things are going to be okay and perfect, but that's not going to be the case. Does that, but that, that does that kind of situation ever work out where we just where players just kind of just come in and take their time and just hope things click yeah. type stuff? Like, we, we say that, but, like, does it ever work? Or you have to be, like, consistently playing throughout the year with your team, being there through those moments, you know? Yeah. I mean, it could work in a way, but it's not going to work for the Clippers because they just don't have the personnel and firepower to do so. Take a look at the Warriors. When Clay was coming back, Clay still, you could argue that he wasn't fully healthy. I don't think that he was completely 100% healthy, but they still won the finals. And he wasn't even the same Clay that he was. The Warriors are such, like, a great team, and they still won the finals even without Clay being that guy that he once was. But for the Clippers, they're not going to be able to do that. But I don't think that they were totally fucked. Or I think that leaving the Raptors wasn't a bad, bad idea either because what happened was something that you couldn't control, and that's injuries. So Kawhi Leonard did get injured. Paul George got injured as well. Will we be saying the same thing if both players weren't injured? Because remember if both players remember weren't when they blew, they blew the lead in the bubble? Yeah, true. They they've had that's that's a taint that's a big taint right there. Yeah, yeah they had the chance to win it all. True, and that was Luca though. That was Luca magic happening. So those things you can't control that. Yeah, and yeah, back to the injuries that plays a big deal as well. So those things like you just can't predict. What if he would have stayed with Toronto and got injured with Toronto? You can't like really can't control those things. So I don't know, bro. The Clippers are ugly. They're in an ugly situation. They're all right. I mean, they still got this year. I don't think they're going to do anything this year. But who knows what happened next year if they're all fully healthy and not injured. Are they a first-round exit or a, or a play-in bounce, do you think? Depends who they go against. Hmm. I think it just, all, <coughs> it just matters who the matchup is. I think on my phone. I, was, I wanted to look up the damn matchups that they potentially could get. Yeah, because, I mean, they're still a team that – I mean, Ty Lue still – one of the best coaches in the NBA to me. True, uh, he's that's still, true. Yeah. And they pro- they have proven players. Kawhi is looking great as of these last recent games as well. He's been driving, like, dropping more than 20 points, 25. Yeah. PG Ooh. has been out as well. But I don't think that they're totally fucked. It's just not looking good. They need to make some changes, though. I think they should do something to change up the team. Keep keep Paul George and Kawhi Leonard for sure, though. Because without them, you don't really have much. Yeah, I think the only – I was looking at them. The only, like, expiring contract they have, player that probably makes the most sense to trade would be Reggie Jackson because next year he's going to be a free agent. And Robert Covington's contract's a little big too. Not big, but just it's favorable for trade. So hmm. I hope they make some kind of change. 
I got like two questions. So the first question is, the games, so the Lakers, they, these games that they've been losing have been close games. So just last night, they lost by one point to a questionable last play. Um, by Westbrook? Yeah, by Westbrook, which was a foul, by the way. I took a look at the replays in after. He was fouled and B fouled him, but that's another stuff. So they lost that game by one point against the 76ers, who are a great team, who people have, like, of course, maybe going to the Eastern Finals with Embiid and potential MVP. So they lost one point to that team. The game before that, they went against the Mavs, double OT against Luka, who's also MVP candidate. Man, that's when he hit, bro, he hit the same step back three to force OT twice. Yeah. That motherfucker right there. It's scary. <laughs> and that was like question because both games, kind of look at the coaching staff of the Lakers and ask them, like, why didn't you foul Luka? I guess they thought he wouldn't go for the yeah. three. But if you know Luka, you know he's going to that step back three. But anyway, that's another So they lost both games. The game before, I think they went lost against the Nuggets. But anyway, so... The Lakers have shown that they can't compete in a way. And this is without AD, by the way. So, Juan, do you think, uh, is there, well, do you see any positives with front of this Lakers team? Like, can you take anything positive from these, this team so far? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, see, I was critical of the, no, okay. Right. So, when we first started this podcast, I was, like, ultra critical of the Lakers. But that was because they were talked about as being, like, a contender and like favorites yeah. in the West. And my thinking was like, hold on, bro, y'all tripping, y'all overreacting. On paper, yes, they're 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 them, but it's not the reality of it because of the of Westbrook uh, acquisition. But as of late, yeah, there's a lot of positives you can. I mean, you can take away a lot. Um, Thomas Bryant um, playing better since playing, getting playing time and and stepping up. Uh, Russell Westbrook is still con- uh, yeah sure he's not gonna Russell Westbrook is who he is but as a six man he's prove he's proving that he can be the best at being a six man even mm-hmm. at this stage of his career LeBron still going crazy and I feel like once Anthony Davis comes back they can comfortably take a, a spot in the play in. With, without a question. And that would be... Well, who do we see? Okay, we saw the Wolves, the Blazers, the Warriors, and the Jazz. If that stays, those... The Lakers and the Warriors would be my favorites to make it out of the plane. With AD. With AD, for with sure. AD. Because, I mean, you got you got a lot of positives. Wayne Gabriel um, playing real good. Yeah, There's a lot of positives to take away. And they're still not the... They're not the worst three-point shooting team anymore, but they're not the best. But they're not horrible. Yeah, they still need some shooters. But I'm saying they still need to make some moves. But even if they make some moves, I don't see them as contenders. But I do see them as a team that I wouldn't want to face in the second round or first round of the playoffs. Yeah. But that's the that's the furthest I'll take the Lakers. What about you, Ish? <clears throat> My biggest takeaway will be, like you said, Gabriel. He's been performing really good lately. And hopefully he can keep that performance up when AD comes back. Because, I mean, god damn, he's been, he's been playing really good. A lot of highlights in the past few days. Still relates to Lakers, but it's more towards LeBron. So, we all see what LeBron doing, and we know what the Lakers are asking to do pretty much as a playmate, score the ball, the play a little defense, play the five as well, and the Lakers. And he's been doing it, but the Lakers are still in a – 
very awful situation right now, like one of the worst teams in the NBA still. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think there's another player who could switch spots with LeBron and the Lakers will be in a better position? Like just take swap LeBron with another player in the NBA, healthy or not, and they'll be in a better situation. Because I don't think so. I think that what the how the Lakers are with right now, and this is like presently right now, too, without, without AD. AD. Without AD, is there another player that you could switch and they would have been a couple went if they would have won like a couple more games or would have been in a better position that they are now without AD? Well, see, I've been reading. So that's a good question. I've been reading this book about like, and it mentioned the players impacts historically and how we over exaggerate the impact that even a great great player would have on the team so i'm gonna come at this one with caution i think yes but not to the extent that you think would that it would there he's not that give me luca bro luca luca but but he would i feel like he would just add a few wins see but it's not it's not gonna be dramatically Different. It's not gonna be like, oh my god! Like you go from the play-in, and he, now they're undefeated, and they're going all the shooting all the way up. I don't think there's any player that can can do that because um, LeBron is still one of the best. So you don't have that many players to pick from in the first place. Yes, he did. I had a feeling because that was that was who I was gonna choose as well, Luca. Yeah. But then I thought about how the Lakers utilize LeBron and how he plays the center position. He plays the five mm-hmm. a lot of times as well. And I'm like, there's no way that they're gonna put Luca at the five. There's just no way. What about Giannis? See, that's uh, that's another one I had. I had Giannis as well, but he doesn't have the playmaking ability as Luca and LeBron to be the number one. Yeah, and the shooting either, because they both can knock down the shot. Knock yeah, down you the three got me. Oh, yeah, you got me. That. Yeah, so you that's what I was that. thinking. But I'm like, you know, so I had Luca for sure, and and B was my. I mean, uh, Giannis was my second option, but like he just can't shoot, and he doesn't have. He can spread the floor like or playmake as great as LeBron or Luca. By Jokic. That's who I had as well. So I thought about these <laughs> that's things. Start that. I'm like, okay, what about him? But he's going to be so... Yeah, so I, that's who I had as well. But I feel like it's just more of his defensibility would be like... Do the Lakers have enough good defenders, kind of like what the Nuggets got, to to mask? Nah. The, you don't think so? Nah, nah. What do they got? Okay. Sure. So like, if you had Jokic, theoretically, you would have like Gabriel at the four... But then you would need more shooting around exactly. Jokic. And that's the one thing, because, like, you, these players, all three of them, you need shooting. So, like, they're all going to be doubled, and they all can play, mate. But who is Jokic or who is Luka going to pass to? What about Kennedy? Who can shoot over a double team? Shoot over a double team? But you said play center. He plays center sometimes. He can play center. It would be, like, a more of a mismatch, but he can, he can still. They play center sometimes. They play very small. But that's I had like a couple players in mind. You had any is or who you think could replace or just like maybe? I think only really Luca that can come to mind. But even then, I feel like the way the Lakers are have been constructed over the last two three years, even this last season, LeBron is <clears throat> basically the best fit. Like you, you can put Luca Luca in there. Man. You can put Jokic in there, but. LeBron, it's it's literally kind of built around him for him to be the general. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you got to account the team is built for him. Technically, yeah. Yeah. He, he built the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's I mean, the GM. It, it is his team. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. But I think Luca would be the closest if I had to pick somebody. But even then, it wouldn't be 
It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be like a drastic change, a drastic difference. If it could even go worse. Yeah, Yeah, I had Luca as as well. If I had to choose, and that just speaks to LeBron's greatness and how he's still like a top player in the NBA at the age that he is, and it's crazy. How many years y'all think he got left of doing that? Ten. (laughs) I mean, do y'all see him doing this two years from now when he's forty? Or do y'all even see him still playing at 40? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's like, yeah, of course. I mean, two years is nothing, bro. Like, he doesn't, he's pretty much, his stats or numbers are pretty much the same exact from when he first joined the league. So it's not like within two years it's going to drop drastically or anything. I mean, for sure. I think he has five years for sure, like, to play in the league. But I just don't know when he'll start slowing down because everyone's going to have to slow down eventually. And I feel like, I feel like for some reason, once LeBron starts throwing down, I think that's when he's going to want to retire. Oh, yeah. You'll have to. Yeah, I, I feel like... It'd be the best way to go. Yeah. Because all players slow down. But I feel like even when he's like slightly slowing down, he's going to like, fuck it. Like, I'm gone. I'm just retire for some reason. I mean, he, we can still play. That's why he's getting... Um, he, he got a studio in Hollywood. Like He's making movies. That That's his own studio. <clears throat> so yeah. he's he's doing a transition to career outside of basketball nothing would warm my heart more than to see lebron win a championship and call it quits that'd be like the best that'd be the most the best way he could go out i'm not gonna lie instead of playing on a bad team for the rest for a few more years i would just love to see him just win it all or even get into a conference finals and calling it quits bro yeah i need i need to see one more ring one more ring from lebron I don't see it happening, though, bro. I really don't see it happening. The league, I feel like the the conference is just too stacked, and the league is just too stacked at this point for that to happen. Sadly. Yeah. Unless he goes somewhere, but I don't see that happening. I got a question. So, do you think Michael Jordan could still get the same amount of rings today with the players today? Who the fuck is, huh? Today? do you think Michael Jordan can get all the same championship rings today against the players? What team are we going to put him on, though? <laughs> Fuck it. It doesn't matter. It's a, they, they say you get the um the old Chicago Bulls, Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, all them, all them motherfuckers. Man. Do you have them being as good of a team they were back then or kind of getting balanced out with all the talent there is today and just being just another great team? That's a crazy question. <laughs> That's a crazy question. Uh, fun no. f- fun fact, back then, the three-point line used to be closer. So they extended the three-point line Pussies. further back then. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, I didn't know that. And then I found out that in the 90s, uh, the three-point line was, ooh, good shot, uh, was uh, shorter. But I think, I feel like there's going to be teams better than them. I'm not going to lie. It's got to be. going to be. It's, it's it's just too much. The game has evolved too much. Yeah, that's what, that's why it's so hard to compare because just the evolution of the game has the game just changed so much. But they get lost in the talent. I think so. They'll be they'll be a great team, but they get lost in the talent. That'd yeah. be my simplest qu- answer. Another one. Just pulling, but yeah, bro. So Foul. yeah, I don't, I don't think it, they're not. They they won't be the same, and even the numbers like. I don't think that Mike Jordan would have the same numbers if he played in today's league. Do you think he'll score less? 
I don't know. I don't know if it necessarily scoring less. Uh, I don't think that he'll have the same winning record or anything, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he'll score less. He'll probably he'll be one of the best scorers in the league for sure, though. Like, he's yeah. going to average 30. But the wins, he's not – I don't think he'll be able to win, like, six rings mm, like that. Yeah, I think we saw – I mean, we saw Kobe. And that was, like, the closest – I mean, the closest thing to him in the modern NBA that mm-hmm. we ever saw was Kobe. So there's no – ooh, he's getting hot. There is no doubt that he would still be there. Uh, he'd still be a, a top player mm-hmm. for sure. But winning hella rings, nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just like this league is changing. Like every year, that one injury, that one win streak, or that one losing streak, that one coaching decision. It's like so much that one player gets hurt. It's just too much. It's like it's just so hard to win nowadays. Yeah, I don't even see them getting past like the Warriors. Or there's a lot of teams I don't see them beating. Yeah, and that Bulls team. They're going to have to, like, what about the shooting? Like, today's shooting. Each team has to have some sort of shooting. I mean, they got shooters on that Bulls team, but to the degree of shooting that the, the league is in at today, mm-hmm. like from deep, and the pace as well, the switches, the pick and rolls, the defensive schemes, this is a lot, bro. It's like such a hard question. Yeah, it is a hard question. What did you think about it, Ish? I don't think he'll be able to perform at the same level. Him or just a team? Both. I think he's still. Well, I think individually. He was, I feel like, like he would still average 30. Yeah, in, this in that league, aspect, bro. he, he, he was, would still he get would his still, buckets. He'll yeah. still, you know, make people look stupid. And Especially without it. hand checking now. Like, bro, he's going to. Jordan, Eric Jordan, I mean, Michael Jordan is going to average 30. <laughs> oh, then, Maybe especially even more. since if you even touch somebody in there, they call a foul. He's just going to be putting oh, yeah. his balls all over people's heads and shit. 